to another episode of the Broom Boys. I am Guy. And I am Buddy. And we got some fun news today. Um, we'll start, I think, yeah, just roll it out. Uh, do you want to go with this, buddy? We're just rolling into news. We're not going to... How, how's everybody doing with the quarantine? How's your family? Are you guys locked down, <laughs> locked up? We're not... We're just ignoring... We're just ignoring the the world as a whole. The world as a whole and what's going on I, like an ostrich in the sand. No, uh, you know, doing, doing good. But, ah, uh, fuck, dude. Um, yeah, I, yeah, there's crazy shit going on from this neck of the wood that we're pacific northwest that top part of the i-5 corridor and yeah it's getting hit pretty crazy up here i mean seattle's making national and world death count stuff in the king county you got mount vernon specifically per capita i think we're in the world number eight per capita in the metro area oh wow Um, yeah uh, where i used to live yeah where i where we where i still am um where you still are yeah yeah it's like it's crazy to see some of this stuff and and the statistics of it all but i mean the statistics and statistics um so we're just staying safe doing the things that we got to do you know um to hopefully yeah to keep everybody well here and that's the best we can do i figure right (laughs) oh for sure for sure that's all anybody can do is just you know follow the advice given to us by our our health professionals and you know do your part wash your hands you know try not to cough on anybody and yeah i mean if it's on your hands if it's on you if it's on your hands you have it like not touching and not touching your face isn't going to matter and if you're well, okay, washing your all hands, I mean is know. if you're out at the store, you grab a box and you put your hand in something slimy. Don't don't be like, oh, what's that? And lick it. Yeah. No, no. That's no. a bad idea. Yeah. No. Um, like normally that's a bad idea, too. So I mean, yeah, unless you like, like to live dangerously. I mean, some people are <laughs> down with that, you know? Oh, not. I'll pass. Oh, what's up? What's that weird, strange fluid there? Let me taste it. Could be anything. What's life without a little adventure? Um, so yeah, I don't so know. So how's it's, everything there? It's uh, it's probably similar, just uh, to, on a smaller scale than what you're going through. Um, mm. You know, non-essentials are closed here, uh, so that's you know, basically schools and any place that doesn't have to be open, any place that's not a life-sustaining business. So gas stations can stay open, grocery stores can stay open, doctors' offices can stay open. Um, the lab that I work in provides raw materials and reagents for medical testing. So we're pumping out materials that are going to flu and COVID nineteen test kits. So my life is pretty much unaffected as of right now. Um, you know, I'm I'm out in the world in my lab every day. Now, luckily, we don't have very many people coming and going. Yes, we have UPS and FedEx and that sort of stuff, but um, we're not a place that's open to visitors or foot traffic. So, um, so it's been pretty. It's chill. only what employees bring in. <clears throat> yeah, it's only what employee. As I cough, it's only what employees <laughs> bring in. Anybody um, who's been listening to the show better know by now you have a lung and a half and. 
You know, that's just how life goes sometimes. And well, no, and I actually, I legitimately, there's been a cold going around my lab. And so everybody's coughing, but nobody's spiking a fever or showing any symptoms like that. So we all just assume it's a cold. Um, You know, my wife has been pretty heavily affected. Her, her college is now completely online. Uh, She's not working. My son isn't in school. So she's getting to spend a lot of time at home with him. Um, while I'm going to work and working long hours, but you know, we went out for a big grocery shopping trip yesterday and, um, you know, shelves were still pretty picked clean at this giant Walmart we go to. Um, so we're having, I found toilet paper. Oh, we, we, we bought plenty of like, we didn't hoard. We actually bought a big thing of toilet paper, like a week or two before the crisis hit. So it's just we the three like, of us, so we're good on toilet paper. But, you know, we needed milk and bread and bologna and ham and hot dogs absolutely. and s- chips, you know, and snack food. We just needed, you know, the you know, the small day-to-day essentials. So we, we did that. And then, you know, we have to make another run because, like, we can't find rice anywhere. So we're going to hit up all the local smaller grocery stores and hope we can find, like, a 10 or 20-pound bag of rice or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. just cause rice is a good, good food to have on hand. You know, you, you can make a lot out of a little and, you know, throw some stuff in there and get a good meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, but no, I mean, we don't have any confirmed cases yet in our County, but that's also due in part to the fact that we have no tests available at the local hospital here. Um, but we're literally, Every county surrounding us has confirmed tests. But if you go to our hospital saying you have symptoms, they're telling you just to go home and quarantine. Just go home and self-quarantine. They're not unless, I mean, if you're in rough shape, they'll probably send you someplace else. But yeah, there's no tests available here. So, so far we're at the, we're at the, uh, yeah, the no confirmed. a lot of our issue. Um, limited tests and that's a lot of the stuff is, uh, the only ones really currently like in our area getting tested are if you're a provider showing symptoms and as long as your provider showing symptoms, they test you. Otherwise it's sort of, uh, go home in two weeks unless we see you back and hopefully we don't. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, we've, I, RTP, we, as uh, horrible as it was, was we ran out, like literally we're down to our last roll when all the news came across that all the TP was gone. And I thought, well, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kids, pick your four least favorite pairs of socks and start wiping. I, so, but yeah, no, I managed to find some today. And so I, I didn't have to go to Big Five or another sporting goods store that, and, you know, hopefully find somewhere that or uh, Walmart or somewhere that was open and get like a water bottle, one of the, you know, those upside down ones. And I, yeah, that way I could just wash it off. Oh, yeah. Make them make a little bidet. A little yeah, handheld you know, bidet. Right there, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Forget the I, wrestler or the boxer, you know, that I got, I got a, you know, nice warm water. Yeah, you know, or hook up, hook up the sprinkler or something, you know, into the in the Ooh, garden like hose and idea. just squat over it and get a nice pressure wash. <laughs> oh, there's so many good things that could come from that. Yeah, I don't know. The toilet paper aisle at the grocery store I went to yesterday was still completely empty, so people are still uh, still getting after the toilet paper purchase. 
Right. It's Costco. I, that's where I, I went. And yeah, they actually were pretty. I mean, I'm not going to say they had a lot, but they at least had a decent amount. And it was like one per customer. <laughs> like, yeah, there's yes. a lot of one uh, is all I need. A lot of two per customer limits on a lot of things out here. Okay, right. It's it's crazy that way, but you know, uh, it tis the times, and you do what you got to do. That's right. Um, keep that's safe. right. You know, my my big thing is I've been trying to find more more bullets for this new gun I got. So when I get a sunny day, <laughs> I can go out and go target shooting, but. Then not only are toilet paper and and paper towels and milk and everything else being snatched up left and right, ammunition is also in short supply now too. So, I looks right. like I might have to delay some some firing range time until things settle down. You hope that most people are more. It's more like I'm gonna have time at home to go and do my shooting. No, the I'm apocalypse pretty, is coming. I'm pretty sure it's 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 boogaloo <laughs> slash. Well, we ain't gonna stand for martial law. Let's 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 mobilize and take down this corrupt government um, slash All apocalypse. I think it's yeah. a lot. I think unfortunately it's a lot of that because there has been reports of militias being formed here in my state in case martial law gets imposed. It's a Whoa. rumor. It's a rumor. I don't know if it's confirmed or not or known or if it's just, you know, groups of people within their own town being like, hey, if stuff gets weird, we need to band together to live. And maybe it's that sort of a thing, which, I mean, is perfectly fine and acceptable. Right. Wow. No, I hadn't heard that. But you know what? I got to admit, I I can't say that I've I've. Yeah, I don't know. I I look at statistics. I look at the the who the stuff and the CDC stuff. But I yeah, I don't know. I don't sensationalism in the news has been around since the '90s, and I just am getting kind of tired of it in that regard. So yeah, no, yeah, sure. yeah, no, I understand. But you know what I mean. I mean, you know, no, I I'm mean, not, yeah, where where I'm at with all of this is in. I'm I'm not that worried personally about the virus. I'm young. I'm reasonably healthy. So is my entire family. If we get it, which odds are everybody at some point is going to get it. It's just a fact that even a year from now, people are going to be catching this. Now, is it we're trying to flatten the curve out so the medical system can handle the people that are getting it in a trickle instead of in a rush? But it's pretty much a guarantee everybody's going to get it. And a lot of people are asymptomatic. You won't even know that you have it. And then a lot of other, a lot more people are going to have mild symptoms. They won't even barely know that they have it. But if we overload the system, we're fucked. But if we overload the system, we're fucked. Um, But that's not my big concern. My big concern is that, okay, so we have, we have this coronavirus thing going on and we're taking it seriously as we should. The country, for the most part, is doing great. I heard a story about some jackasses in New Jersey throwing a big block party, like a quarantine party, and the and then the cops got pissed about it. But, I mean, that seems to be, other than the brawls over, over toilet paper, seems to be the dumbest thing I've heard about. But oh, And they, they were here. We've see, I've seen them. Uh, people, yeah, just Quar- don't want to do it. You've seen quarantine parties? Yeah. Wow. Um so no, but the thing I'm worried about, or the only thing that concerns me, 
is we've got this coronavirus thing we're dealing with right now. It's if, what if something else happens? What if, well, I mean, there was a, they, they thwarted a terrorist attack. Like they, they had actionable intel on a guy who was plotting some sort of terrorist attack and they stopped it. But what if there's a terrorist attack, a major one? What if a hurricane rolls into New York City? What if there's a massive earthquake out west? What if something horrible happens and it disrupts the supply chain? That's when I'm going to get worried because that's when people are, we think people are freaking out now. That's when people are really going to freak out. So right. it's that true. is the it's only true. thing I'm worried about is, is we're, we're not on the brinks of an apocalypse yet. But one big shove could put us there a lot faster. Um, right. So I think I'm, my thing that I'm worried about is watching the damn thing. Because it, how quickly it has seemed to mutate. But I mean, I don't know. Well, well, that's that's specialist job to look at that. But oh well, I, I actually know. have some insight on that because I work in yeah. that. I work in that field. Um, there are mutations, and it's not fast. It's not a fast mutating virus. Um, no, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Second strand. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Uh huh. It is a fast mutating virus, but it's only, but it's limited in its number of mutations, which means they're not dealing, they're only dealing with a very, very small pool of mutations. So it'll change quick, but it's not changing a lot is how it was explained to me by, by one of our, uh, one of our scientists, like higher up scientists. So, you know, when they're looking at, they're looking at making a, um, you know, they're looking at making a vaccine. They can, they don't have to focus it out as wide. Um, they can, it doesn't have the spectrum that it has to cover. doesn't have to be as big, which means they can hopefully get it figured out and under production quicker. So yes, mm-hmm. fat, fast mutating, but not many mutations. So not, okay. not See, as many, not as many strains. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Cause I know that was one of the issues like King County was facing is they're dealing with the strain number two or something like that. And, not the novel so it's it's weird i don't know um i just know that i'm listening to the experts that say stay in wash your hands you know do what you can and if you go outside don't feel like don't taking a walk isn't a big deal but don't go to crowded places if you drive up to the park and you notice there's like a huge amount of people all gathered in the parking lot don't go out and mingle just like keep your distance and that whole i mean so we'll see what happens but yeah you're right dude it's like there's only so much i I hopefully though we don't have anything else but on that side how about we skip from there to some fun stuff and get to the real meat of the show yes well we'll start talking about it (laughs) we'll start talking about what you guys actually come here to listen to us talk about Although, you know, I think it just goes without saying that for us to completely ignore what's happening here in our world and our country right now would just be kind of foolish. I hope everybody out there is doing good. If anybody out there needs anything or needs help, reach out for help. There are people and places and organizations that are set up to provide help. You you are not alone. You don't have to be alone. Get help if you need it. That's my. That's the last thing I'm going to say about it. So, uh, as you know, Guy and myself, we're gamers. 
as I'm sure some, if not most of you also are, uh, they, so they announced some gaming news in the Star Wars world. Uh, two classic Star Wars titles are being brought to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, the first title being Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy. And the second one is Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer. So both of those titles are being brought to Nintendo Switch. I never played Pod Racer, but I did play Jedi Knight, I believe, on the original Xbox. So if that tells you how old that game is, but it's a good one. <laughs> it's a real good one. You play uh, you play a student at Luke's Jedi Academy named Jaden Core, and you're going after. There's like a Sith cult trying to resurrect Marker Ragnos, an ancient Sith Lord. And so you go on that and you have cool lightsaber battles and adventures and dark side temptations and all sorts of good stuff like that. Nice. Yeah, I I got into Pod Racer. I had a 64, dude, and oh that I love that game. It's not like there was a really huge story to it. It's just get in the pod and race and unlock different pods to race and uh, who's your favorite and which ones are the best and there were definitely some better than others but yeah it was it was a lot of fun uh upgrade po- upgrade your pods and you name it. it 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 was i paid played it for way too many hours no such thing you can never play a game for way too many hours <laughs> it's true it's true there was something about it that just was, I don't know. It felt so Star Warsy. I mean, it was one a of my Star favorite Wars parts game of felt fa- Star Warsy. Tell me right. more. I'm, they they got it right. It actually felt right. It didn't feel it didn't feel forced into a, a racing mold that wasn't enjoyable. The the pod racing from the Phantom Menace it translated really really well to. Uh, to the 64 the or the console um oh i think yeah, I, I think really it's yeah it. that's to me that seems like like if they didn't make that game i probably would have been wondering back then why not it seems like a natural crossover tie-in for a movie is like look at this racing thing we have hey check this out yeah no that's yeah it worked well it worked well awesome it, it was good well, if you're a fan of one or both of those games, or if you've never played either one of them before and you have a Nintendo Switch, here comes your chance. So I recommend Jedi Knight. You seem to recommend Podracer. So you have recommendations from both of us. So uh, dive in and play and, uh, you know, give us a shout on Facebook uh, or Twitter. We are, uh, you know, look us up at the Broom Boys page on Facebook or hit us on Twitter we are at buddy underscore guy and let us know what you thought of the games uh, if you've had the chance to play them or if you're revisiting them again. Uh, so now the next news story kind of relates to a story we had from last week. Um, and you were very interested to talk about this. I kind of wanted to brush it under the under the rug, but you you felt like you felt the need to discuss this. So we all know now. Rosario Dawson has been cast as live action Asaka Tano for The Mandalorian Season 2. It is, according to Dateline, she's not a series regular, so it's going to be one or two episodes. Uh, But there's been some pushback from fans of the animated version of Ahsoka. And they feel like the voice actor should have been the one to be given that role. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, they she's 
now from both sides in in their defense ultimately what they're saying is she has been uh ahsoka for from the beginning she started the, uh, the character the whole i mean she wasn't anything until the clone wars came around and she's been voicing the character the whole time so i and she's done cosplays and comic cons and all this other stuff and expressed an interest in in playing the character across all mediums um so and from what i was able to tell they didn't it wasn't even one of those that hey we're not we're going to go in another direction or anything like that they it was just kind of they just left her out to some degree and so i guess there's semi hurt feelings and that's where more than anything i think the fans are hurt feelings for her um and they're voicing that uh i'm all for the rosaria dawson uh casting but that's that's me because i don't know it's what we were talking about that uh um ewan mcgregor doesn't voice obi-wan right uh not in the not in the cartoons or the video games no so I get what they're saying, but it's like Mace Windu is not Samuel L. Jackson. It's, there's a separation between the live action, and I think the the fans are are also responding to the fact that her she her voice was used in uh, the Rise of Skywalker as one of the Jedi, I think, or wasn't that it? Yeah, no. Um, uh, uh, the actress uh, Ashley yeah. Eckstein. Yeah, Ashley she Eckstein, she yeah. did the voice for Ahsoka in the whole in the scene where all the Jedi were speaking to Rey. Yeah, she did the voice for that. Yeah. So they that was some of the feeling. Well, she's already in some form been used in the live action stuff, so it should translate. Um. <sighs> I don't know. I don't think it's. I, I I understand the hurt feelings, but I don't. I don't think it's that big of a deal at the end. I think the character it's is. Uh, uh, you know, the fact that it's such a fan favorite and all those kind of things just lend to her credibility as as the, uh, one of the way one of the developing um, parts of her character, but. I don't know. Everything needs to grow in some ways. It's there's things again that we've talked about we don't like, but that's just there's going to be things that we don't like and things that some people do. And I'm starting to get to the point of looking at it like I really have to keep a huge open mind until I see the end product. And then there might be people that still disagree and like what I don't. Well, okay, so here's my two cents, and it's worth exactly that two cents. Ashley Eckstein is the voice actress of Ahsoka Tano. She has been connected to this character for 12 years. Okay, that's fine. I While you were talking, I looked at her IMDb. She has very, very few, and by very few, I mean less, it seems like less than five live action acting things. All of her stuff is voice work, all of it. So if you're talking about you're bringing a character who has to do, have a physical presence, have physical 
gravitas, have have action skills, have acting skills. And it's a major character that everybody who is connected to this character and likes this character wants to see live action. And done well. And done well. Don't you think you're going to want to get somebody that has no offense to Ashley? I love her voice acting. I love her work. But give it to somebody who actually has some acting chops like Rosario does. Rosario is a hell of an actress. She's capable of everything, comedy, emotion, action. She does everything and she does it well. Um, And I was watching the episode and... I can see her in the role. I mean, you, there's the physical resemblance between the two is a better fit, I hate to say it, than what I saw between Ashley and and Ahsoka. I mean, it, <clears throat> that's, again, my opinion, but I think visually, um, facial structure, all of those different things, I... I she, it, she looks like Rosario Dawson. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, fair enough. Uh, you know, and then the the other, another side of that coin is Rosario has been campaigning for this and pushing for this for a long time herself. I haven't really seen much in the way of Ashley going out and saying, I want to be live action Ahsoka in any major media outlet. I haven't seen any of that stuff. Um so, you know, I mean, if you, sometimes if you want something, you have to chase it. You can't just assume that just because you've had it in some form or another means you're necessarily going to always have it or always get it. Um, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. I love the Rosario casting choice because I'm a huge fan of hers. Uh, she she elevates everything that she's in, every single movie she's in or every Every single job that she does, whether it's, you know, Clerks 2 or or Zombieland 2 or, you know, her work on the Netflix uh, Marvel shows. She was in all of those up until Luke Cage season two. You know, she had a role as as Claire and she was consistently one of the best things about that entire series of shows. She was amazing. She is amazing and she will do amazing as Ahsoka. I know it. You know it. Everybody knows it. Um, how has Ashley commented? Do you know? Has she spoken yeah. out about it? What has she said? Uh, let me see. I actually, I, I can find the quote really quick. Um, she was uh, specifically as, as it read. I mean, she, she had her feelings hurt by it um the exact quote just a second uh i don't dude she had her fe- she had her feelings hurt okay she had her she had her feelings hurt uh, and i mean again it's like i said i i, I kind of get why um but i mean dude i mean <sighs> There, I don't know a bigger Transformer fan than me, and I don't know a bigger Optimus Prime fan than me. And, you know, my preferred voice for Optimus Prime is always going to be Peter Cullen. But every now and again, there's a project, a Transformers project, mostly in the cartoons, where every now and again, Peter Cullen is an Optimus Prime's voice. And you know what? That's okay, because unfortunately, Peter's not going to be around forever, and I hope Optimus Prime is, and so it has to move forward in one way or another. And that's what we're doing. This character's life is evolving. 
it's going from one medium to another. Animation is yes, it's film, it's legitimate television, it's it's everything. But but a live action TV show is a whole different monster. And, and well, and she did actually, you know, she was she was congratulatory. She did not take it badly. It's her fans that did. Um, she in her message she had said she, all when I say her her feelers were heard. I just mean she. What she said in her quote, I, I, if I remember, I'm, I'm having to remember it right now. I gave up looking for it. Oh, you know what? Don't don't even remember it. Don't even remember her but, feelings. Her well, feelings no. were were hurt, and but she's okay with it in the long. Well, she ultimately was like she was. She said, "I had hoped to play, but you know that's not how it worked out, and that's okay. That's how the industry works, and I'm excited for um, Rosario and what's what." the care where the character is going to go from here so she is completely understanding of all that and on board with all that it really is her fans that are butthurt and angry well i can almost guarantee you even if the fans are butthurt and angry they'll all tune into mandalorian season two regardless so and love it and probably love it and get over it i mean unless of course we see the death of ahsoka on that show and then they might be a little pissed but that's neither here nor there. We'll find that out later this year. Soon uh, enough. So not soon enough, but <laughs> every every day we're inching closer and closer. So but that brings us to uh, the casting of uh, no. Uh, what was her name? Uh, I can't remember what her name was, but yeah, I mean we're we're we've got a bunch of Mandalorian news slash rumors. Um, and another rumor, it actually came out last week, so you might already be familiar with this, but maybe you're not. But there's a rumor that alongside of Ahsoka, we're going to be seeing Sabine show up on Mandalorian Season 2. Um, and so we, when him and when, when Guy and I were, were speaking about this the other day, we speculated possibly that that female WWE superstar had been cast that had been cast was maybe cast to play her. And I, I definitely think there is such a strong possibility to that. Even with how, what I just thought about as far as the Soka, if you look at her, dude, there's a, there's a lot of similarities there in the facial structures too. Uh, So we'll see if they went with that way. Uh, But I could definitely see that. Uh, I mean, it seems likely. I mean, because they haven't, uh, they haven't said who Sasha is playing. Sasha Banks is who we're talking about, by the way. Um, yes, oh, we, sorry. they have, they haven't, <laughs> yeah, they haven't announced who she's playing. But I mean, it would stand to reason unless there's another surprise coming. From another maybe callback character or, or returning or reoccurring character. I mean, it would be great. Um, but yeah, they haven't said. So again, this is just speculation on our part, of course. But it would it would make a little bit of sense if that's who, who Sasha Banks turns out to be playing. Right, and I yeah I, side by side, the, it's crazy to look how how similar the the fa- the they look. But we'll see. I mean, I haven't been sad about however they've used any of the characters that they've cast. So <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. All the shows and all the cameos. And uh, yeah, 
yeah. Oh, in cameos, the, they said Bill Burr is coming back next oh, season yeah. as well. Yeah. So I'm hoping all of those people, maybe not the Twi'lek lady. I didn't like the Twi'lek lady that much, but like, I mean, if you want to give me more Bill Burr and more Clancy Brown, then bring it on. Cause I, uh, Bill Burr is great. And I fucking love Clancy Brown ever since Highlander came out in the early eighties and he was the Kurgan. Oh, I have God. been the most giant fan of Clancy Brown on the planet. So Hopefully he shows up again as well. But Bill Burr, it'll be great to see that character because that character was was fun. He was awesome. Yeah, he he was a lot of fun for the that episode, and that was one of the few episodes that wasn't uh, uh, Favreau. Yeah, um, one of the few not directed by him. He wrote everything, but yeah, one of the few he didn't direct. Yeah. Um. So, but still sticking with the Mandalorian, we had a confirmed piece of casting news. And that is Ooh. action Hollywood legend. I'm going to say legend. He might not be an A-lister, but he's an A-lister in my heart. Michael Bean is joining Mandalorian season two. Kyle Reese, Corporal Hicks, uh, Johnny Ringo, uh, any number of roles that he has played. He was in Navy Sea. I mean, God, this guy has been in Hollywood and action movies forever. Like he's the face of, he's almost the face of 80s action movies. Like, right. like you, you almost have to put him next to like Schwarzenegger and Stallone even like is one of the guys that was always showing up in these eighties action movies. And he's a great actor. He's got, uh, he's got that look. He looks like a soldier. Uh, he looks like a fighter, like a warrior. And he's got, a, he's got a great voice and great presence. And yeah, I'm a huge fan yeah. of him and I'm excited to see him showing up. They are just Do you have any clue who they're going to No, maybe, no. I mean, no. No, no idea. S- no no hints. I mean, but not even an, what side. He's an older guy. So there's a part of me that's hoping he's an older Jedi that made it through Order oh, 66. That would be sweet. I know, or right? Even an older smuggler or something, an older Mandalorian, I don't know, or a retired Mandalorian that's taken off his helmet kind of thing. I I don't know, but I would like to see him on the on the side, you know, working with the Mandalorian, dude. But that's me. Yeah, no, they, I'm right. They there. have Moff. Yeah, yeah. Moff, you know? We've got Gideon. We're 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 not in any we're not in any bad shape for bad guys. We're not in any you know, we've got we or we know we have a giant big bad to deal with next season and then that's the the dark saber wielding Moff Gideon. So uh, who knows where he'll land, but yeah, whatever it is, it'll be great. It'll be good, yeah. great, cool, and awesome, and it'll be great to see Michael Bean on that show. Do we know if that's a lasting one, uh like a season? role or is it just a couple shows or anything no i i don't know that i'm sure well no they know for sure but i don't (laughs) i don't know i didn't i didn't see anything pointing in one way or the other um so hopefully it's more than just a one shot um that's my hope is it's more than just a one shot seriously Uh, i'd like to see that because i again i mean there's so much that they can do with the story and uh, yeah i i can't wait to see what they do Hey, what what Ugh. is it we always say? What is it we always say? In Favreau we trust. So in Favreau we trust. So if we we yeah we have I don't think we have any reason to worry about how any of these people are going to be used. They're going to be used where they're meant to be used, and they're going to be used to great effect. Well, weren't you, and you were saying that even possibly I mean <coughs> we may end up seeing um, was it Maul 
Yeah, that was going to be my next rumor or next story is there's a rumor that Darth Maul somehow this guy just will not fucking die. No matter how many times Obi-Wan cuts his ass with a lightsaber, he just won't go away. Uh, there's a rumor he is going to show up in season two of The Mandalorian. Uh, Flashback, maybe. I, I mean, mean, that's that's always possible. Maybe, maybe you might have just fucking nailed it. Maybe, maybe they'll do a live action version of Ahsoka and and Maul fighting, and it's retold by by Rosario's uh, Ahsoka. You know, maybe that's what it'll be, or maybe he's still alive. He's cheated death before. Um, right, dude got cut in half, man. Yeah, but it missed all the vitals, and the lightsaber cauterized him. So, I mean, what are you gonna do? What are you going to do? much. Just look at him and say, dude, lu- lucky motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky I mean, motherfucker. and I mean, if they're, I don't know how I would feel about him being another big bad, unless there's like this, like this triangle of people who are all going after the light, the, the dark saber and, you know, Maul wants it back and Sabine wants it back and Ahsoka's oh, helping her and maybe, you maybe, just nailed it. No, probably not. Probably not. But I mean, that's an angle they could definitely take. But no, um, no. If you go back into the past to find out how Moff Gideon got the dark saber from, oh, maybe, maybe, Maul. maybe that's very possible. Very possible. So yeah, maybe that's how they'll do it. Maybe it's just what it is. Uh, it's a rumor right now, and maybe that's all it is. It's just a rumor. But anything's possible. So uh, it'll be fun to find out. Yeah, so that's that's it for Mandalorian news. We have one more article that uh, just landed in my lap tonight. And it is the rumor that everybody's favorite redheaded Jedi, Mara Jade, might make her appearance in the Kevin Feige-headed Star Wars movie. And there are two names attached to play her right now. And I don't know how much of this is news or how much is speculation. So take all of it as a grain of salt. The two names connected to her right now are Brie Larson and Emily Blunt. So I don't believe when you and I made our list way back when, um, when we did our Mara Jade centric episode, that those names popped up on our lists. Um, No, no. And if I, if 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 it is one of those two, my leaning is to Emily Blunt. No offense to Brie Larson; she's obviously a tremendous actress and tre- very capable of doing physical. And well, I mean, she's a hell of she's an Oscar winner. She's won a fucking Oscar, but so is Emily Blunt, right? Did Emily Blunt uh, win an Oscar? I don't remember. Boy, I think she good did. Question. I don't know. I think she did. I'm bad I, with that shit. Well, I don't really pay attention to it. I only paid attention to it this year because I was a huge fan of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I really wanted Brad Pitt to win because he made that fucking movie. Um, there you go, right? But I know Brie Larson won for The Room because we own that movie, my wife and I. Um, I would go for Emily Blunt just because I think personality-wise, and she's got the built-in British Coruscant-type sounding accent, um, she would be my choice out of those two. Plus, Brie has got to be busy with Marvel movies, right? And she's obviously already in the Disney franchise. Now, my thing about it is, and it's not that I, I dislike either, I would actually love to see both of those actresses 
in a Star Wars franchise, however they come about, whether it's The Mandalorian or another live-action show, another movie, um, trilogy of movies, whatever. I just don't know. I mean, I think Emily Blunt would be the best choice agreed for all the reasons you said. Um, not, But if I was going to pick one, I'd like to see as a Jedi. I'd actually pick Brie Larson. If I was going to pick one I'd rather see in the Mara role, it would have to be Emily Blunt. But neither of them, I think I would ultimately, I mean, they wouldn't be my first, second, or third choices when casting Mara Jade. Well, there I, you that's, have it. That's what I got. Well, we'll see. Uh, time time will reveal all to us. Um you know, I tell mean, me I'm wrong. It's okay. I, 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 I'm willing to hear everybody's thoughts as far as this goes. And I really, you know, if you have a strong opinion why either one would be a terrific Mara, tell me. And I will change my opinion if it is awesome. Oh, it's that, that's the thing, though, is it, it has nothing to do with either of those late. Like, there's no pushback coming from me on either two of those actresses. Like, I don't. I don't have a feeling about it one way or the other. It's just, it's not, neither of those two are who I would pick for that particular role. Um, but and change but our just, minds. <coughs> no, it's not even that I need my mind changed. I don't, <laughs> I have no feelings about it one way or the other. Like I want them to interact with us and hold our hands. Oh, well, but Kumbaya and shit. Social distancing. Don't hold, me, don't hold, don't hold my hand. You'll get, you'll get hit. You'll get hit. My, my wife and my son can hold my hand, and that's it. Fine, fine. <coughs> we'll just, we'll spoon like with social distance. I'm just gonna Six ignore that. Apart. Just gonna ignore that. Uh, all right. So, uh, so that's Mara. Yeah, and that's uh, that is our news for the week. Um, See. With obviously there will be more news, hopefully next week. It's hard. It's hard to tell with what's going on with the, with the virus about information coming out, but we will, we will always have news for you guys, even if it's just one story. Uh, yeah, I think writers are probably getting a lot done right now being locked down. Um, nowhere to go, nothing to do, but work. So, you know, you can, you can write a script from home, right? Writers. Correct me if I'm wrong. I know you guys have I, writers I, rooms, yeah. but I mean, can't you do like teleconferencing and um, not Skype? Yeah. What's that other one? Zoom, I think it is. I don't know. Where you get a bunch you, of people on there. Or just call somebody on the phone. Nobody does that. <laughs> your phone is for phone. your your phone Ad is call. for your Ad phone call. is your phone is for three things. Texting, looking at the Internet. <laughs> slash Facebook and looking at the internet slash porn. I mean, that's basically what phones are built for these days. Yeah. Pornhub. I guess Pornhub is like having a huge uh, surge. Oh, no just... way. <laughs> People are stuck at home. What are we going to do? <laughs> porn. That's right. Oh, I love it. Back in um, my day so... when I was quarantined, we didn't have no Pornhub. We had our imaginations. Right? Uh, and the pillow. And the pillow. So, hey, since we've we've spent so much time already talking about Ahsoka, 
Do you want to get into the latest episode of The Clone yeah, Wars, season get seven? Into this. Okay, and it is called Deal No Deal. Yeah. How did, how did you How did you feel about the episode? You know, it was better than last week. Yeah, that that wasn't a very high bar to clear, but it was okay, so definitely it was it least, was significant. Though. I think it was significantly better than last week's. The I story think, moved somewhere. It yes. there was nice character development. Uh, there was you saw kind of this like unlike like from uh, Ahsoka and. Uh, Rhea, or what's her name? Uh, the older sister. Uh, Rafe? R- Riz? Rays? I don't I, Anyway, you saw a, a nice dynamic starting Ra- to wait, even no. develop. Is it Rafa? Oh, yeah, it could be. See, Rafa. now, okay, so now this is my problem that I'm having. Like, when we were watching the episodes with the Bad Batch, we remembered their names. Quickly. Right. And we're not remembering this sister's name for some reason. I remember Trace. I obviously remember Ahsoka. Hell, I even remember the name of the syndicate that they got the spice from because that's what the episode is about. Uh, The older sister, I got us, I scored us a job. I want your fancy starship and we're going to go off and we're going to go do this job and we're going to make a ton of money and we're going to blah, blah, blah. So that's the the beginning fifteen minutes of the episode. Is is Rafa. them Rafa? Yes, is them scrambling off and going on the mission? Um, you know, and who are you? She's not one of us. She's not. She's not family. We can't trust her. Well, let's try it. And then they get going. What it's when? At what point in time did they? Did they say that they fixed the hyperdrive? I was still I, at the beginning of the episode. I was led to believe they were still working on it. I thought. I mean, and I thought they. And it's like it worked. I thought they said in the previous episode that the ship was still under construction. That she was still trying to finish it. Now apparently it's space worthy. That was where I was kind of confused because I thought I thought at the beginning of the, even the episode they were working on it and they weren't it wasn't the finishing touches. She was like, "Yeah, I've pieced it together from you know," and and I was like, "Wait, now all of a sudden her sister shows up and it works?" I'm yeah, confused. I don't know. Don't know, bro. Don't know. Don't know. Well, maybe it was just me. Maybe I missed something. I, you know, my kids were loud at, at one point, so yeah. But I mean, that's not the 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 you know that's not the meat of the episode. Them fixing the ship. No. It's the sister, you know, with yet another scheme, talking them into into going on this this job, and they mm-hmm. take Ahsoka with them, and you know they go lifting off into the Coruscant uh, sky lanes or whatever, and Trace steers the ship into a military lane, and then they quickly get hailed by a familiar voice. Uh, you know, the commander of the Republic ship that is, you know, also like the introductory narrator of the show. You know, he's been in he's been a bunch of episodes. We've heard his voice a ton starts yelling at them about why are you in this lane? And don't you know what you're doing? And, you know, and they're trying to talk their way out of it. And then, you know, Ahsoka's like, just get into the transport lane, get out of the military lane, just do what he's telling you. Um, you know, and we see a little, some little flashback snippets too. Like 
what is he what does the commander say it's very similar to a line from a new hope where he's like who is this what's your pilot number or whatever you know it's what's your license number yeah yeah, a little flashback to who is this what's your operating number from a new hope you know kind of cool yeah and then we get another little flashback interconnected you know whatever you want to call it where you go to the bridge of the republic cruiser and you see anakin and he's, what's with that shuttle? And the commander says, oh, it's a new pilot and they're in the wrong lane. I was going to send soldiers to detain them. Should I? And then you see Anakin, you know, the implication is that he's reaching out with the force and him and Ahsoka sense each other. And, uh, you know, shades of Return of the Jedi when they're flying the shuttle to Endor and Vader senses Luke, you know, and. Ahsoka and Vader sent or Ahsoka and Anakin sense each other in the way Vader and and Luke sensed each other. And, you know, Anakin says it's nothing. Let them go. Uh, I thought that was cool. I liked that. One of the best parts in the episode. Definitely. Yeah. So then they go to the infamous Kessel uh, to go and pick up some spice. And we learn that spice is not only a recreational drug, but it also has medicinal uses and you know ahsoka is like why are we dealing with uh what is it the pike syndicate why are we dealing with these guys this is not the kind of thing you need you should be dealing with these are bad dudes uh Um, that's that's after they pick up the spice yeah before they i don't remember who they're dealing with when they get to kessel uh the it was some twi'lek guy and he's supposedly a they working for a king. I yeah, think. like the Spice King or something like that. Yeah, and so, they're but, like, that's, but they're that taking the they're... they're taking the spice to the Pike Syndicate. Yeah, yeah, and that, but they go pick it up, and she's like, "Look at all the droids down there. Uh, those aren't droids. Oh yeah, they're those like, are people. Those yeah. are slaves. Those that was the implication. There is those aren't right. those aren't droids. Those are slaves. This is a bad place." So they pick up the spice and they go hyperspacing off to their meeting with the Pike Syndicate. And meanwhile, Ahsoka and Rafa are having a fight. Um, and and Trace, what a fucking bonehead move. Yeah. Trace dumps the spice in order to end the fight, which puts them in this predicament that now they have a gang that's pre- that's expecting a delivery and they have no product. So... Ahsoka comes up with a plan. And it's not the greatest plan, but I think it's probably the best thing they have. Where Agreed. I mean, she just straight up Jedi mind tricks this guy into giving her the money and being like, We gave you the spice. And they're like, Oh, yep. here's your thanks, here's your money. And then, you know, they're like, We need the codes for these cases. And they're like, Oh, we sent them to you. And then they hop in the ship and fly off. Interesting thing. (coughs) Oh, tell me. Interesting. I like interesting. Nice nod to, uh, truthfully, it was in some ways, uh, force persuasion. Uh, Again, a nice nod to several of of the movies and times where it's used to success. I I don't know. It was like, it was another really fun fun part for me to to see them use aspects of the force where maybe they're not action oriented scenes but i don't know there was i loved it and yeah and maybe some shades of of gray popping up in ahsoka 
Right. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Some shit. Hadn't even thought about there. that. Because I mean, there, there. She's. I mean, this literally. Yes, they're stealing from criminals, but they're still stealing. You know, in right. a way, you know, she's like, she's using the force the way I would use the force if I had it in this world. I'd walk into a bank and like, I want a thousand dollars. And they'd be like, here's your money, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they gave it to me. What? I asked for money and they gave it to me. There was no threats. There was no weapons. There was no note. Nothing. They just gave me the they money. They wanted me to have the money. <coughs> it was a gift. So, you but yeah. want me to have the money. So the so the Pike Syndicate senses something is afoot, and as they are making their escape on their ship, they are latched onto by a tractor beam, and that is where the episode ends with them being pulled back into the clutches of the Pike Syndicate. Um, mm-hmm. So a little bit of a cliffhanger, but I am sure we will see Ahsoka lightsabering our way out of this next week because what else is going to happen, right? I was trying to figure out, yeah, I was like going, God, what else is going to happen other than she's got a Jedi out of this? Um, unless there, there is one other thing that kind of, when you said it and it, it brought a question to mind what, we're, we, what we may see um, even more, because didn't you, you were talking uh, uh, Return of the Jedi when Vader senses Luke. And it's just like, let him go. It's nothing. Didn't Vader go? Vader goes after Luke. Yeah, right? Vader Vader says he's going to deal with it himself. Yeah. So, if, I mean, depending on how many times they're going to just kind of invoke these, like, the, the that kind of uh, um, homage scene, I, you, we may see Anakin even show up. I mean, I don't know if we will, but he was definitely knew she was going somewhere. And I mean, they, they, so I don't know if he followed or not. It, it would be very, a very Anakin thing to do to chase after her. Um, how he would know where, where she was going is a whole nother th- issue, but, um, yeah, yeah, that's a, I, I hadn't even considered that. That's a very, uh, it's as reasonable a possibility as anything. So, but that's that, yeah, but that's, that's it. That's the end. And we'll all tune in next week when the new episode drops and check it out and then be right back here on the next episode to discuss episode, what are we going to hit? Episode seven? Yeah, episode Ooh, seven. Aren't, it's coming. Are, how it's many are there? Twelve total. 12? So it's coming down to the. We're almost into the final, into the final episodes we'll ever get of the Clone Wars. It's coming up very, very quickly. Wow, two thirds done at next week. Two thirds done next week. Just about, just about two thirds done. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you wow. know, and we what we saw that article by Freddie Prince Jr. that he said that the 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 finale of the Clone Wars, the series finale is the best Clone Wars script he's ever seen. Is that who said it? Freddie Prince Jr.? Um, I, I don't know if it was Freddie Prince Jr. Let's see. Uh, best. It was Fine. the... I'll check that. Yeah, I thought it was Freddie Prince Jr. We have some dead, some dead air. Dead air, and you, I would say, yeah, fill in if you can. Okay, uh... 
Here we go. Siege of Mandalore, the best Clone Wars script that I have that I ever read. Sam Witwer. Oh, Sam Witwer. Yeah, okay. Uh, Maul's voice actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, also the guy that voice acted uh, Starkiller in the Force Unleashed games and played uh, Lieutenant Crashdown on Battlestar Galactica. Uh, mm-hmm. And a massive, massive, massive Star Wars nerd. Uh, on Apparently on the biggest scale possible. This guy loves Star Wars. Sam Witwer. So, I mean, if he's read the script, then I guess we can only assume that Darth Maul is going to be in those episodes. So, best Clone Wars script too. So the so what that says, and and Maul has been a part of the Clone Wars for, I mean, how like, uh, he showed up in like season three, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, so off and on for that long. So this guy is very familiar with a huge amount of, obviously, the story and the scripts that have been, he at least he's been part of. Oh, yeah, he's been, he's been heavily involved. So the best, the best is hopefully for last. I mean, in this case, I would like to see that for one of the properties. That would be fantastic. Fan-fucking-tastic. Uh, yeah, you know, um... I would really, really like to see those Force Unleashed games remastered for new for the new consoles. I would like to see them brought back because they were very, very good. Um, and he did a good job. Like he was not only the voice actor, but he was the mocap actor. Like it's his face. Um, yeah, um, I, I would def I would like to see those games brought back. You can play them on backwards compatibility on the Xbox, like they're now, in the, the Game Pass or they were. Um Would you like to see maybe those games brought not just current with remasters, but would you like because they're what? Uh they're talking about redoing uh Kotors. Uh, yeah, well, and, well, we discussed that a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you like to see the same kind of concept done with those one with the Jedi Academy and everything? Oh God, I would, I would love for them to remaster their entire original library. I think that would be awesome. Um, I don't see them doing it because those original, oh, some of them, well, like the Jedi Knight games where you played as Kyle Katarn. They were canon up until Disney pitched them out with everything else. But they were also cool because they were a blend of live action video. Like you had live action video cutscenes, and then you would play as as Kyle and then you'd have a live action cutscene and then play as Kyle and live action cutscenes and then play as Kyle. Um, it would be cool if they would do that again. Um and those I mean, games because they could remaster them and bring them current with I mean new characters or old characters and bring new characters old characters back into the universe different stories change them tweak them do whatever well yeah but, the um, I was just gonna say the second game actually ties into some of Darth Bane's mythology um, because of the they're they're going after the Valley of the Jedi um, where the the army of light and the the army of the sith like that's where they thought that the sith ended because the sith unleashed the unleashed this weapon called a, a thought bomb and it um killed and trapped the souls of all the jedi and all the sith who were there into that location and it made it a place of great power 
and some dark side, like former inquisitor of the emperor or whatever, had a little band of other inquisitors and they wanted to tap into that power. Okay, cool. So yeah, it'd be cool if they brought all of them back. Um, I mean, I I can't say I see them doing it at this point, but it'd be cool because it was a fun it was a fun game. It it was it was that the only way to fulfill any sort of I want to play as a Jedi fantasy type game. You know what I'm saying? Like it lets you swing a lightsaber and it lets you use force powers. Um, they would yeah. translate well from you know to uh, to playing with a controller, but I mean we have we have fallen order, you know, does the same fucking thing, you know? Well, you could bring the stories even into fallen order and do a lot. I mean, I don't know. There's just so much that I think they they have the potential to do, to use the stories. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. The, the Jedi Knight games were set during the time of the rebellion though. Like, okay. And post and post rebellion. So, you know, I mean, the, there's there's a decent space of time between between that and Fallen Order. So, I how how they would bridge that gap? That's up for smarter people than me. But <laughs> I will see what happens. Word. But uh, that is all I personally have for this week. Do you have anything that you want to uh, want to discuss before no. we before we wrap it up? I know it's a a little bit of a shorter episode than than what we normally do um but you know i mean news is news is light you know there there's only so much coming out because there's there's not much work being done as you know because of what's going on with corona um and the the show itself while it was really cool and i mean such a better show than last week um it it still was i don't it just was felt short it felt like it was part of the story and we definitely i i wanted more at that point to explain more but then the show that was over for the week so well right at it's, least I it mean, left you wanting it's moving us in the direction for sure but yeah there just wasn't much meat on that bone you know there just not there a lot was, of background there, stuff. Yeah, there Easter there wasn't Aggies. much to, there wasn't much to 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 chew on, but a fine yeah. episode, a fine episode. Um, like good we character said, development, leaps and bounds over last week's. So yep, agreed. But All I don't. Right. Yeah, I don't got anything else. Okay, well, on that note, thank you so much for joining us on on this episode of the Broom Boys. Uh, I am Buddy, and he is Guy, and we have spoken.